Today we begin with Shara Yichud Vamuna Pedic Zion. So before we go on, a quick recap. When you tell a Jew that there is a mitzvah to believe in the oneness of Hashem, and indeed, as we say in the Shema, Hashem Echad. So the very superficial understanding of this statement that God is one is, is that there is only one God and not more than one God, God forbid. As we have been learning in the deeper meaning of the oneness of Hashem, we, are, we know already that Hashem Echad means a lot more than only God is one and not two and not three. V'chulei. The oneness of Hashem really means that there is nothing other than God. There is nothing other than God. The entire creation from God's perspective is completely bottled to and really does not exist. Certainly not the way that we experience it to exist. As we explained above, because God used his power of tzimtzum, allowing us to perceive ourselves to be, but that's only our perception, and we are acknowledging that it really Hashem Echad. Now the Alter Rebbe is going to build on that. And quickly reminding ourselves, before the Alter Rebbe began this entire part of Tanya, he quoted the Zohar that says that Shema Yisrael, etc. Hashem Echad refers to Yehuda Ilah, a higher level of union. The phrase, the statement that we say afterwards silently, at least almost the entire year silently, Baruch Shem, etc., that is expressing Yehuda Tata, a lower level of unity. Now we have to go more into that. What is the higher level and what is the lower level of unity? Parenthetically, the Alter Rebbe points out that the first phrase, the Pasuk, Shema Yisrael, that ends with the word Echad, Echad means one, the oneness of God. The next phrase, Baruch Shem, that ends with the word Vo'ed, mystically, the letters Aleph and Vav are letters that are interchangeables. The letters Ches and Ayin also are letters that are interchanged one with the other. The final letter of each word, Right, Echad ends with a Dalit. Vo'ed ends with a Dalit. Well, that's the same Dalit. Indeed, they are both expressing this truth that God is one. They are both expressing the oneness of Hashem with His creation, with all of the creation. However, Shema Yisrael is expressing a higher level of oneness. Baruch Shem is expressing a lower level of oneness. And now let us begin to unpackage what that means. What's the higher and what's the lower level? So the Alter Rebbe now is going to go over a point that we learned above, but we will be using different names for the same Nukud. Tal Tereb is asking, why did Hashem make the world in a way in where we perceive ourselves to being independent creatures other than God? That we sense, we feel ourselves to be independent of God. Why is it that way? Now, of course, it is that way because the Oibishter because the, the used his Koyach of Gevura in creation. But why did God use his Gevura? Why was there a Tzimtzum? The reason for that, says the Alter Rebbe, is because since Hashem in his Sfiris expresses himself also in the Sfira of Malchus, Malchus meaning that God has the power of being a sovereign, of being a king, there is the kingship of Hashem, and as the sages teach us, that ain't Melech Balayam, there is no king without a nation, there has to be something, someone other than the king, upon whom the king exercises his sovereignty, which is also why in the holy names of God, the Midah of Malchus is referred to with the name of Adnus. 
Adonus meaning lordship, lordship, kingship, all of that is the reason for which, why God exercises his power of tzimtzum. Because if Hashem would not have used the tzimtzum, if Hashem would not have used his gevura in creation, then there would not have been an expression of malchus. Because their taka would not have been anything that would perceive itself to be separated from God. So there is no nation. If there is no nation, then there is no melech. So malchus, or the shame of adnus, is the reason for our feeling of separateness is the reason for Hashem's usage of Gevura in the creation. A lot more to be continued.